you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. You can work from the road while turning your vehicle into a powerful high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi on a network that covers more roads than any other carrier. Connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls. Finish up that presentation or answer last-minute emails. Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to see if you're eligible for a free trial today. Based on independent third-party data, always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. El Huddle is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. What a week, what a week it's been, and we're not even done with it yet. Welcome into the El Huddle podcast, everybody. I'm MJ Acosta Ruiz, along with me, hermano, yeah. Will Selva. Oh, yeah. Will, How about this? So consecutive, <laughs> consecutive episodes, MJ. Who knew? Once, once is is a coincidence, twice a pattern. That's it. So it looks like we're actually going to be doing this thing. We're in it now. Oh, we're yes, in it we for are. sure. I love it. It's been a an interesting week. Um, lots of under eye bags. So I'm so glad we just discovered that Zoom has a touch me up feature. I've been living under a rock. Apparently, it's a filter. Will. 
So you're into the filter. And the thing is, like, I'm just glad that I'm able to do this because last week, you know, I was playing computer bingo, uh, C22, D45. Okay, now try that login. So for me, I'm just happy that I'm on. I'm just happy that I'm able to communicate with you. So I I love how you're geeked about the HD filter. Unreal. I mean, of course, right? I got the ring light going. I already put a level of makeup on because, you know, I care about you, Will. Sometimes things can be scary right off the top of the day. <laughs> nah, so I'm you always trying to protect your eyes. Thank you, Will. Nah, uh, one thing about us, I remember um, my dad always used to say, he's like, one thing about Latinas, it doesn't matter if they're going to the grocery store, they're going to put on some rouge and some lip gloss at minimum. <laughs> Primero muerta que sencilla. If you don't know the meaning, it means I'd rather be dead than be basic. Um, And that's how we roll for better or for worse. Sometimes it can be a little toxic, but here we are. Speaking of being toxic, Will, things have been on and popping across the league. Mm -hmm. So many stories. Did somebody put a little bit of like mal de ojo, bad juju (laughs) on the quarterbacks? Because the injuries have been wild, Will Selva. They have. They've been crazy because if you look at the quarterbacks in particular and big names at that, these are players that are integral, obviously, to mm-hmm. their team. If you look at Aaron Rodgers dealing with the thumb injury, yep. so that's pretty significant. It looks like he is going to be playing against the commanders. Then you have Russell Wilson. So he's limited with a hamstring injury. Now, I reported this on Good Morning Football. And so yeah. people were tweeting at me. It's like, Mr. Unlimited is limited. It's like, why didn't you do that <laughs> joke? And it's like, no, it's low-hanging fruit. Mm-mm. Yes, I'm not going to do it. So uh, there's issues there with the offense in addition to the injuries that he's dealing with. And then you have Lamar Jackson, who also popped up with yeah. a hip injury. Um, and that one was a little bit surprising. And you look at this Ravens team that he pilots. This is a team that easily could have been undefeated, right? Uh, they, they essentially have trailed in these six games less than two minutes. So all these games, they've had double digit leads and it seems like the defense just has not been able to help him out. He hasn't been able to close it out. So this is with these three guys. These injuries are are integral. And, you know, we spent part of the last episode, our premiere episode, talking about grip strength. You know, with Dak. Unreal. Right. Well, Dak's looking like he's coming back now against the Lions this week, which is huge. But that took Mm -hmm. seven weeks to get him back, pretty much. You know, so it's an interesting situation where we had this discussion on Total Access where... Are these guys just doing the most? Are they just trying to do as much as they can and put it all on their shoulders? But you have to be able to rely on the other phases and the other levels of your team. The defenses have to show up and step up and stop other offenses from putting points on the board, especially in the case of the Ravens, like you mentioned, where you're leading by 10 or more points going into the half. Like that boggles my mind. But as we've seen this season more than any other, I think, any given Sunday, like this has been the most topsy-turvy season start uh that i've seen in quite a while no Um, it's it's been fun to watch right and mm -hmm. and you know we talked a little bit of of about lamar and his injury and also feels like maybe he's pressing too right Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. he knows that maybe the defense isn't going to be able to hold the lead right in the fourth quarter i mean he's thrown something like five uh he's had five different turnovers i think in uh the fourth quarter alone when he's had 10 turnovers over like the last four seasons so maybe he's pressing and maybe it's just like 
teams are coming with them with a blitz. So then he's forced to make these decisions. And to your point, as you guys were talking about on uh, Total Access, maybe it's a little bit too much hero ball, right? Correct. Where they feel like yes. they have to do everything themselves, right? And don't forget, in Lamar's case, uh, the contrast situation is, or lack thereof in this right. case, right. is probably still looming there at some point, even if it's at the back of his mind. I don't know how it could be in the back of your mind. Because for me, I'd be coming into this as Lamar, like, okay, audition season then for every, for every <laughs> right. other team in the league. Right. But that's and, just me. You know I'm petty. <laughs> but it's all good, though. So am I. Uh, a little bit of pettiness <laughs> doesn't hurt. Um, I think that also uh, he misses Rashad Bateman too right oh uh, yeah find yep, yep. sean jackson so clearly they're missing guys and they want that element of being able to throw it down the field and so that leads us perfectly to chisme do you want to tell <laughs> everybody uh about chisme and what it's about uh there's no bigger chismoso i think in this league than um aaron <laughs> Rodgers. i mean he goes on a buddy's podcast every week to spill all the tea literally pat mcafee thank you for this beautiful um platform that you've given us for all of this aaron Rodgers content <laughs> whatever the medium we're just happy that it's here i'm not happy though for those who have to deal with it inside the packers building because it is a lot and it's been going back through several seasons so now aaron Rodgers went on after um last week's game and said yeah we just got to simplify the offense what are you talking about i'm not the only one saying that matt lafleur yeah. said the same thing his coach right. was like i actually like, have what? no idea what what he's trying to say here um i know that jason mccordy was saying i don't know it kind of sounds like uh that was a direct dig at his coach what do you think will yeah uh well just like you hear aaron Rodgers say that he does say like um we need to uh uh, uh simplify <laughs> things or then he'll say, uh, but uh, we uh, we need to be uh, uh, explosive. And so it's like, oh, OK, it's so so uh, thank you. That was an unveiling of an Aaron Rodgers impression. So thank you. Thank fresh you. off the box. Perfect. Yeah, <laughs> fresh off the box. And um, I, I it, it's like, so what's your identity here? Like, I don't know what right. the identity of the Packers uh, are right now on offense because mm -hmm. it feels like this offense is still running as if Devontae Adams is there. I get it. They got newbies right. uh, that are wideouts that are dropping the ball, but you got two great running backs behind you and AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones. Let's let's have those guys run the ball a little bit, maybe get under center and, and have that offensive line put a little bit more pressure on yep. the defense because right now that offensive line is not doing their job. And Correct. so, I mean, he was taking a licking from uh, that defense of the Jets. And so I, I just feel like him throwing it a lot doesn't help out. And and I don't know. And, and you tell me what you think. Sometimes I think because LaFleur has been there since the beginning. They've had 13 win seasons, 13 win seasons. Yeah. That maybe um, there's this lack of creativity where they're not pushing themselves to think differently now that Devontae Adams isn't there and they have the situation that they have at present, that maybe hmm. they have to go back to basics. Maybe what LaFleur has to do, he has to do what his, what his brother did to him with the Jets. Right. With, with running the ball, right? I, I disagree in that aspect because we've had this conversation about what makes these future Hall of Fame quarterbacks MVP guys, those guys that are change makers, right? And when you're talking about those yeah. guys, you have Aaron Rodgers in the conversation. And the whole point of Aaron Rodgers, remember when Tay was still there and he got hurt, it's like, it doesn't matter because Aaron Rodgers can get it to anybody. He can make it work with whomever. This isn't a newbie 
um, quarterback who needs the perfect pieces around him. This is a guy who's been there. This is a guy who has won multiple MVP awards. He should be able to make everybody else better because that's what's expected of him, not just at this point in his career, but with what he brings to the game. He is a great quarterback, no question. So then what's the problem? What's the disconnect? It shouldn't matter. And it's not like he's got bums out there. He's got good players around him still. So I don't think that it's a lack of creativity. I just, I don't know why Rodgers necessarily is trying to put the blame on everybody else. Not to say he's not doing his job because he, like you said, he got walloped. walloped. Uh, yeah, he did. But, but uh, <laughs> last you game, know, and AJ, he was still completing uh, passes, by the way, under pressure and doing all that. But like, you can only do that for so long. But come on, man, there's got to be a sense of 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 accountability at that level as well. But but uh, uh, MJ, I think um, you know I have to uh, take my um, uh, my play up a bit. Uh, a tick and uh the ayahuasca i think uh stop i'm sorry i just i just had to <laughs> you can't know. go past that it's the mannerisms too right like the impressions it's so important to get like the, the mannerisms of each player down um yeah i don't know what's going on in green bay it's 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 a really i'm just confused i'm confused i think a lot of people are it seems like coaches as well um aa ron what's going on man yeah, yeah. And, and try to create voids on the outside for, for these wide receivers. They're young guys, um, and maybe they need to be schemed up to get them open. And it was interesting that James Jones said that uh, when he played for the Packers and and he ran, say, a curl route, well, he ran it a little differently than, say, Greg Jennings ran it, uh, that other wide receivers did, mm-hmm. and that Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers will eventually find your nuances your little uh, ticks, the things that make you, you. Uh, and so he was saying that, and I thought it was interesting. That needs to happen. So they need a lot. They're three and three. Uh, so they're still in a good spot. Right now, the NFC doesn't look like uh, the AFC does at the moment. So they're still in the mix, but a yeah. lot of things have to happen for them to change what they're doing. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. 
Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com or download the app today. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. You can work from the road while turning your vehicle into a powerful high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. On a network that covers more roads than any other carrier. Connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls. Finish up that presentation or answer last-minute emails. Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to see if you're eligible for a free trial today. Based on independent third-party data, always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome back to El Huddle. I'm Brian Gumbel, and this is Real Sports. <laughs> On our premiere episode of El Huddle, we had heard the time of deception and love. MJ Acosta Ruiz faced with a very hard revelation from her dad. So, MJ, uh, is, is there a reason why your dad said that he was a, a Buffalo Bills fan? Um, this, this after our pod was done, I'm sorry, it felt like you're so you're, funny. Your, sit your down. world was shattered and you needed to have a sit down with Bryant Gumbel. Um, Somebody. And so you were very, very close with your dad. He revealed that yeah. he was a Buffalo Bills fan. Obviously, you are a diehard Miami Dolphins fan. You were mm-hmm. a cheerleader. You're very proud of that. Yeah. Uh, and so now you guys are on different footing, but you guys are still close. And yeah. you guys, um, y- you guys still text a lot. And mm-hmm. he wants some info from you. So uh, what did your papa say? So this week, the th- the great part about these these texts from my dad or these messages another from bombshell. my dad. Not no, no more bombshells. I okay, think we're okay, done yeah. for the season. I told him he's not allowed to say anything else <laughs> to me like that without warning before. But he always starts with this like very traditional. It's like, Dios te bendiga, right? So it's like very traditional in like Latino households for them to give you a blessing oh, yeah. anytime you talk to them. Um, so it's always, que Dios te bendiga, mija. 
before we even start. And then it's like full force in like, are you really believing <laughs> the Falcons? Which was a conversation that my dad and I had early on in the season because I had picked mm-hmm. the Falcons on a couple of upsets and they didn't come through for me then. But last week against the 49ers, my dad ah, said, oh, yes. I see what you were seeing in them before. Granted, this is a decimated 49ers team, right? They're dealing with a lot of injuries defensively, uh, specifically for sure. But it was an interesting game for the Falcons because I, I even though I picked the Niners to win that game, I was like, man, I bet you they're going to be in it. Like they have been all season long. They've been mm-hmm. so close. They've had second half comebacks that you've seen, and they've put teams on their heels all year long. And they got that big almost statement win against the 49ers. Um, They faced the Bengals this week, which I think is a winnable game. Pops does not agree with me. He's like, I don't know. I don't know if that's going to happen. He's not Uh, in on it. He's not in. Listen, I'm right there with you. The the Falcons physical team, they love Mm -hmm. to run the ball. And also Marcus Mariota looks like Marcus Mariota from the Oregon Ducks, right? I love it. Arthur Smith knows him because of their time in Tennessee, and uh, he's doing more with less. And I think Arthur Smith and and the Falcons was one of those teams that surprised us. And here's another crazy thing, too. Like, in their three losses, they've lost by 11 points or under 11 points or something. Mm -hmm. So it's not like they've been uh, blown out, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So they're playing... They're playing good ball right now, and yeah, if I'm if I'm the Bengals, I'd be a little worried. Um, I, I feel like though Joe Burrow and that offense has finally found its footing. Yeah, they um, are clicking. Yeah, they, they seem to be clicking a little bit more, and it seems like Burrow's really navigating that pocket much better. You know, mm-hmm. we, we talked about that offensive line, how how it's really betrayed him and hasn't helped him in the pocket, but it seems like he, he's a little bit more. Uh, in rhythm with the receivers. And I think also they're kind of going back to that Bengals offense yep. that made them successful last season. So you're thinking Bengals right for the little upset then, huh? Okay. I think so. A little preview there. But my dad is in lockstep with you, Will. He said, I don't know. Oh. We know what Joe Burrow can do when he's on his game and what that offense can do when they're on their game. And that's what he feels is going to happen this week. But I said, Pops, Poppy. The Falcons have a very important thing right now. (laughs) Momentum. Momentum. (laughs) Especially coming off a win against a team like the Niners. They're feeling a way. They're going to feel a way. And we know that they can play. And we know that they're physical. And Marcus Mariota, I'm so... I love this for you. Love this for you, Marcus. So, I I don't know. That's why I'm taking the Falcons. I picked them earlier in the year. They kind of let me down. But I've been watching them very closely. But I'm picking them again this week. All right. So, uh, so, so we talked about the, the, the big deceit. You know, and I mm-hmm. feel like this is um, therapy for you. So it is. let's talk about your team, not your dad's team. So <laughs> what do you think of what do you think of the uh, Dolphins taking on the Steelers on Sunday night? How are you feeling about it? How's tu papa? I, se siente? I mean, of course, this is happening under the lights on Sunday night. Mm. Um, I'm feeling good. And my dad is actually on board as well. You know, he always says, tu amiguito, Tua. Like, me and Tua go to brunch on Sundays. And I'm like, he's a little busy on Sundays. Is he mocking you a little bit, though? Is he like... Yeah. 
Because you know how Come like on. parents are like, oh, your little friend, your little friend, whoever. That's how he, he refers to him. I'm like, dad, I did one feature with the dude, with the man. He's like, no, but <laughs> yeah. Like, but now I know where that tone comes from, right? Because he's actually a Bills fan. See, it all circles back. It all starts to make sense, all the layers, now that we get deeper into it. But he does think that the time the time that Tua has taken now to come back from that concussion protocol protocol to be healthy, to be confident in getting back on the field and leading this team um, is exactly what he needed. He thinks against the Steelers team, even though they got a win last week against the Bucks, this is a winnable game that the Dolphins should win this game. And they're also celebrating the anniversary of the perfect season, the 50th anniversary of the perfect season from the 1972 Dolphins. So there's a lot going on, a lot of eyeballs, but I think this is the perfect opportunity for the Dolphins to get back in form the way we saw them leading up to and after that win against the Bills at home. So I'm confident, and I think Dad is trying to make amends by also saying that he is confident with the Dolphins. Whether he means it or not is just a nod to how much he loves me, right? He's he's on on board with but No, he would never, but he is. He is a good dad, so you know he's he's gonna have my back. He's gonna have my back at oh, least yeah. this week. <laughs> yeah, I I am looking forward to that because I want to see um, how Tua is going to respond in the pocket. You know, when it's collapsing on him, how he's going to do, how he's going to respond to that mm-hmm. because that that worries me a little bit. Um, you know, and remember, Xavier and Howard came out and said, like, hey, the offense needs to score points. Called him out. Yep. yep. Right. And then Mike McDaniel came out and said, so we're going to follow with whatever our captain says, and we're going to be better and score. And so, you know, so he's saying that kind of thing. It's he's funny because so Mike, McD- you know, yeah, it's like, but Mike McDaniel's sticking with him, you know, and yes. he agrees with him. As he should. And, yeah, as he should. So so uh, I will be looking forward to see how Tua is with the receivers. And 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 also, hopefully, Tua is going to get more credit for the deep balls that he has thrown, right? Because exactly. I think that I, I don't think people really appreciated what he was doing and the ball mm-hmm. placement uh, that that he was given these receivers in, in Waddle and uh, Tyreek. No question. Give the man his props. He was just on the premises of people really giving him the credit he deserves. And then he gets hurt in the way that he does. But now everybody loves a redemption story. Mm -hmm. Here we go. Will, I got to get your your takes on a couple of things. It is time for buy or sell, buff. Yeah. Probably one of my favorite points of the week. Um, Is there an update here on that ping pong situation from last week with the Dolphins as, as, as we just weave those two together. Ping pong table is out. It turns out it was not a matter yes. of focus, but rather a matter of customization. Yes, it was table. just, it was about, it was about uh, tricking it out. That was all that it was. <laughs> and it was confusing because he heard Mike McDaniel and the way oh. that he said it, he's like, well, the leaders want this uh, ping pong out. And so you think, oh, okay. And it's like, but when they giveth, they taketh away, you know? And so he's saying this stuff. And um, so anyway, it wasn't about them being on this losing streak and, you know, that was their focus. So that was that was expanding on that. So I, I that was my Selva. So I, I'm buying into their team chemistry, whatever fine. you want to call it. So fine, fine, fine. But there's yeah. we, let's circle back to Lamar, who we yeah. talked about extensively earlier is he going to be able to do what you say he has to do now? <laughs> be able to close out the Browns this weekend? 
you know, I'm going to buy on that. Mm. I think this is the week that he does it. I think the Browns defense is not very good. Uh, I don't think they tackle very well. And so uh, I think that Lamar is going to get it together. And I think this is a huge divisional game. I, I think this division is very gettable for them. Their first place. They've already beaten uh, the Bengals. So mm-hmm. I am going to finally say this is the week where they have a lead and they're going to stay with it. And yes! they're going to win. There I love it. I love that. Um, he's back. Dak is back, baby. Mm. Thumbs up. We saw yeah. the Cowboys tweet about it. Perfect. So is it going to be the same old Dak? Is he going to be like Dak 2.0? Now he's got a bionic thumb. It's like yeah. a robot. What do you think about Dak? Are you buying Dak? is back against the Lions. I, I am buying this wholeheartedly. This is a soft landing for him facing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, the the Lions, who are, have a very porous pass um, mm-hmm. uh, defense. Uh, I also think that hopefully, hopefully Dak has learned that it's okay. It's not all on you. You don't have yeah. to chuck that ball 40 times a game. You can do what Cooper Rush did, but now you have a stronger arm, you're more accurate, and you're mobile in the pocket. So let's rely on the things that got us to this point. Let's rely on the running game and on Pollard and on Zeke and yes. rely on this defense to keep you in the game. And occasionally you have to do an explosive play. Do it. But at this exactly. point in time, let's not go too crazy. And this goes for Kellen Moore. Just dial it back, okay, man? Yep. Dial it back. Which is going to be hard because the man has been chomping at the bit on the sidelines with headphones on for several weeks. He's ready to go. But I think he ha- <laughs> you're right. He has to be measured and play it smart, especially in this one. But I think the defense will step up for him and, and, give, him, and, and give him some help there because we do know that the Lions can put up points as well. So yes. we've seen it this year. Like 45 yes. points against a couple teams. So that's good. All right. So Dak has to be a little bit more measured, but there's mm-hmm. other folks who you want to just give it all. Be that dog, or in this case, El Perro Macho. Perro Macho. Yes. Who is it, Will? Uh, for <laughs> me, uh, we mentioned um, the 49ers, but that mm-hmm. they had... Uh, come off that loss to the Falcons and then um you know Kansas City also coming off a loss so they're mm-hmm. facing each other I know all the all the attention is on uh Kelsey and for good reason but I'm gonna go with the 49ers and George Kittle George Kittle had over 80 yards okay let's use him let's in this go. offense now let's unleash him and uh let's see what he can do and what what uh Shanahan can cook there at Levi Stadium so for me uh it's Kittle for the 49ers you know him and Jimmy G are besties. Oh, yeah. Use that. Use oh, that yeah. to your advantage, yes. boys. Who else are you watching? Uh, I am going to be watching that Jets-Broncos game, uh, and I'm going to be watching Brees Hall. And he's my Ooh. perro macho because I think that he can, it's possible, get 1,000 yards on the ground, can also get 500 yards uh, receiving. Uh, I think that he is dynamic. He's got awesome bursts. He's part of that outside zone run that they ran. We were talking about in San Francisco. So I really like Brees Hall and the dimension that he's brought to this offense. Um, I thought about the the Jets defense too. You can go with any Ooh. of those young guys, uh, but they 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 have so much confidence in these rookies and Brees Hall and Sauce Gardner. I mean, this is a fun team and a four and two. I think they're also a good team. Yep. So my perro macho, Brees Hall. Nice. I like that. You know, it's it's also tough for me to admit 
that the Jets are killing. And they put a 40 burger up against my Dolphins. But yeah, Robert no. Sala's group is really coming together. And that defense is so reminiscent of the defense that he built in San Francisco, a defense that went all the way to the Super Bowl mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. that long ago. So I love it. If you uh, like it, I love it. I, 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 I love it. We're lockstep. And then also, I love this. Platano power. Now, um, if you know, you know. Um, you know, I, I'm of course Nicaragüense. We didn't have platanos, but there's also like in El Salvador pupusas. You know, mm, very similar. Um, yeah, they're very similar. So, you you came up with platano power. Talk to me about this. Okay, so I want to show you my mug here. It's the most Dominican mug you can ever see. So this is a very typical uh-huh. Dominican dish called mangu. Mangu essentially is mashed plantain. So just like mashed potatoes, you boil yeah, them, yeah. you mash them up, tons of butter. And then what we call in DR, <sighs> los tres golpes, the three ah. hits. So you got fried cheese, fried salami, a fried egg, and just a little bit of avocado on the side. You guys, this is like my comfort love food. My dad is a pro at making this. He actually has mangu Fridays back mm. at the house. It's one of the things yeah, that I miss mangu. the most about living in the same city as my parents. But platano power translates to me like there's a very common phrase in the U.S., of course, like, oh, he had his Wheaties this morning. And the Wheaties right. gives gives that certain player an edge, right? That's what platanos do. If you're familiar with baseball and MLB and the slew of Dominican players out there, oh, yeah. every time they hit a homer, I'm looking at Chu Manny Machado. I'm looking at Chu Juan Soto. It's platano power. That's where they get their power from. So <laughs> if I'm looking at a guy who absolutely had a big old plate of mangu last yeah. week, maybe my dad made it for him. Josh Allen. Unbelievable. He has been playing lights out for several seasons, but there's just something that switched this year where he somehow took it to the next level. Did you see him hurtling guys? Oh, yeah. Out at Arrowhead? Are you kidding me? He's a big, big dude. For those who have never stood in Josh Allen's presence, I was maybe two or three feet away from him on the sidelines at Hard Rock Stadium in Miami. And I literally did a take from like bottom to top and went all the way up. Like he is so he's a big boy. Big. That's a big boy. And he's He's out there jumping over folks. I'm like, he had some platanos, man. Platano (laughs) power. Josh Allen, man, if he hasn't had any yet, maybe I can call Kyle Brandt. I know they're friends and get him a good uh good serving of platanos yeah and, and also while he you're at like it can him, just give me can you just get me uh, a, a lipitor too because that's <laughs> what i'm gonna need after i have that <laughs> you go into your shower feeling tired but as soon as you reach for the irish spring your day immediately gets better that crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. 
Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A N G I.com. Or download the app today. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all in one solution for hiring high quality employees who can cover all your needs on demand, tempt to hire part time or full time. You name the position warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. You can work from the road while turning your vehicle into a powerful high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. On a network that covers more roads than any other carrier. Connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls. Finish up that presentation or answer last-minute emails. Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to see if you're eligible for a free trial today. Based on independent third-party data, always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What a treat, MJ. We are joined by a Hall of Famer. Mm-mm. By the name of Tom Flores, Woo! who is an absolute legend, totally classing up our podcast. Yes. <laughs> uh, amazing career, amazing man. And coach, so great to have you on our podcast. Uh, yeah, I see that you have, you're wearing your Hall of Fame shirt, your polo. Are you sleeping with the Hall of Fame jacket? Is the gold <laughs> jacket your pajamas? I'm not going to tell you that. <laughs> nah, it's still too hot here in the day. It's 100 degrees here in the desert. I'm not, I don't wear pajamas, but I will. <laughs> well, well, but it's now been um, well, over a year since you were inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. So how do you think that your life has changed since you finally got that call? Well, it's changed. Uh, I don't know. It's... 
I, I've been I've been nursing a, a back injury and a hip injury, so I've been so I haven't had a chance to go out in public. But I noticed the difference in going out in public. People thanking me, thank you, and thank you, and uh, thank you for what you've done. And, and uh, you know, every once in a while, a little clap, a little applause, and uh, so it it has changed. They uh, acknowledge you more. They're not. Uh, they're not embarrassed to come and acknowledge you, acknowledge you. And uh, so I, that's, those things are all, they're kind of neat things. They make you feel good. How big of an impact um, has it made to your immediate family when you know that the Latino family as a whole has not just embraced you, but to your point, coming up to you, thanking you for what you've done. Uh, I mean, I when the last time we spoke, you said, you know, this is just my passion, what I love the fact that it impacts other people is sort of a beautiful bonus. They're very silently aware of what's going on, and they silently reflect the results of it. They're very proud. My, my children, uh, my uh, my daughter-in-laws, and my grandchildren, they all, uh, they, I tell you, they got the whole schmear. They were there for the whole thing <laughs> in Ken, and they... The, the grandkids finally got a taste of what old grandpa does. Hey! Hey, <laughs> yes! They, they, up until that time point, you know, it was okay, okay, okay. Well, we know they, they want autographs, they want this, they want that. And, but when they were there, boy, it knocked their socks off. Just knocked <laughs> their socks off. That was, that was the greatest feeling in the world to, to see that happen. Oh, so cool. I can only imagine. You're like the coolest grandpa around um and, and honestly that that almost though fits your demeanor as you were as as a coach because from everything that i understand read and heard from former players of yours and you've coached some crazy characters in your time i mean crazy characters uh you've always maintained this very cool, calm demeanor. And I've heard coaches before say, you know, we will treat you with respect, but not necessarily equally. So mm -hmm. what was your philosophy when you were dealing with players like John Matuzak, who was partying it up and having a good time while yet other guys were a little bit more, you know, reserved and more into the playbook? Well, you know, I always told him, I said, uh, I used to tell my staff, and uh, I told him, when you coach somebody, coach them the way you would like to be coached. Don't don't coach them the way somebody else over down the road here that, that you heard so-and-so does this over their camp. Coach them the way you want to coach them, the way you want them to play. That's what you, that's what you do. Don't, uh, don't make them something they're not. Make them something, bring out what they are. And uh, the same thing with, with the people. I said, don't treat people like people. Just, you know, they they come by. And, they, and lots of times people don't mean it. They come by and they're rude uh, because they're so excited. And uh, they don't really mean it, but they don't know what else to do. <laughs> they just they get too excited. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I can remember the feeling when I was a kid. You get excited when you see somebody. Oh, ooh, that guy's somebody. And then, uh, and somebody then later on, when I became an adult, and and, and people asked for your autograph, they said, "Hey, I know who you are. You, you're, you're that guy." And I said, "You're that guy. What is that guy's name? <laughs> I don't know, but you're that guy, <laughs> Raider guy, the Raider guy." Yeah, Coach, I've always wondered if you 
could take us into the huddle for a moment. I, I'd love you to put your your quarterback helmet back on. And what was that transition like for you to then going to the sidelines as a coach? Because it can be a very stark departure. It's still the game, right? But two very different roles, especially for someone who was the first in many instances or the only in many instances. I loved uh, the radio broadcast was a perfect venue for me because I took myself from the radio booth and put myself in the huddle. Okay, now what would I do? And took it from there and tried to try to tell the people what they were about to see or what they were seeing and what they just saw. You can't do that on TV all the time because you're only telling the people what they're looking at. I, I had fun doing it because in doing so, I went back and played the game and that was easy. Well, and you talk a 60 year career in the NFL that you had, highly decorated one at that. Um, you know, you had a working relationship with Al Davis and the late Al Davis was seen as this maverick, but he is one of the people that made the NFL what it is today. And he was a visionary. And when you look back at some of the people that he hired, such as yourself as a head coach, then Amy Trask was also with the Raiders. Uh, Art Shell was also uh, head coach for the Raiders. Uh, how cognizant do you think he was of the uh, hiring process and who he wanted and the representation that he wanted? Well, he knew a lot of that stuff. Some of it happened a little bit by accident, but most of it was planned. He knew that he wanted uh, this type of team and this type of team and a big team and a fast team and. Obviously, we had needed to win football games, but but he had no clue on uh, on what it was like to be in the in the Hispanic world as a sports fan. And so when we moved to LA, he it, that blew, that blew his socks off. He said, "You know, hmm. you're uh, you know these people really like you down here." <laughs> I said, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're they're uh, they're 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 Hispanics." Oh yeah, that they are. They really like you. They like the Raiders. You know, they like us. Us. They welcome us with open arms. He had trouble because he couldn't understand why. But he, but he, he couldn't understand why he wanted that. That's what he wanted. You want everybody to like you, watch you. But when they do, you if you can't understand why, why are they these people doing it as as a uh, culture? And and we are we are you know Hispanic team. Um, they love they love uh, their Raiders. I preach into the choir here with you, Coach. But as you know, I was ingratiated in Oakland when the Raiders were still over there covering that team when I first started with the NFL Network. And there is there is no fan base. No disrespect to the other teams, there is no fan base quite like Raider Nation. It's true. It's very distinct. It's very passionate. Um, and for me specifically, I I know exactly what you're talking about there because when they learned that I was a Latina reporter covering the team they basically took me in took me in so so forcefully in fact that when I pick against the Raiders sometimes not because I want to but because I think you know the matchup is just tough they come at me <laughs> they come at me and, and I get it and I love that and I'm ready for that discourse so let's talk about this current now Las Vegas Raiders team coach not sure how how closely you've been following the team this year. They're coming off a bye week, a very tough loss against the Chiefs, a game in which many of us thought 
oh man, the Raiders are going to win this. They're right there at the door. What do you see in the evolution of this team now under Josh McDaniel now and and where they're trying to go with all the pieces they've added as well, Devontae Adams being one of the most uh, prominent. Oh, I like him. I like him. I like some of the pieces they've added to the the puzzle. And Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, they're they're getting you know they they want the people to like them. I don't want the people to like them, but you and, and you knew that you had to win. When whenever we moved somewhere, which was often, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was. <laughs> you you look you think back. Who came with us? The Raider Nation. Yep. Where did they go? Wherever we were, wherever we played. That's where they were in the lobbies, in the parking lots, at the airports. They and they're 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 pretty distinguishable. Uh, it looks scary, but they're really not scary. <laughs> and they're just a lot of fun to be around. And I'll tell you, they, they 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 got mad at us. Our fans got mad at us because we left Oakland. I got mad at us because we left Oakland, but we still loved us. Uh, they still loved us, I should say. And I still love the team and. And um, as a team, I went with them, and uh, I, I always will. I was the very first guy at training camp in 1960. Wow! So um, I go back a long way with those guys. Such a, a passionate fan base, and the way that they feel about you know the tradition as well that's there. Um, you've been in the position that Josh McDaniels has been in before, uh, and him trying to uh jump start the the right. team now under his um image so what would there be any any advice that you would give him given the fact that he's playing in a division that also has Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert you know with the Chargers and 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 Chiefs there yeah i know they also have Wilson now uh, so yeah. you know really a big uh, name in, in the National Football League I tell you, I, you can't, don't try to create something that you can't. Just make, make it better. Make it, the, the Raiders are the Raiders. And they are who they are because of how they how they play, how they travel, how they react to the fans and how the fans react to them. And, and don't try to, don't try to be somebody you're not. Uh, that's one thing that we, I never did. I said, I am who I am. Mm-hmm. I told Alan when I took over for, for Coach Ben, I said, I'm not John. I said, I can't. I'm not going to be screaming and yelling on the sidelines like John did. But I will give you everything, and I'll help you win. And he said, I know you're not. I know you're not. And he knew. He knew. Uh, Al knew. But, uh, but he let you find out on your own. I like that. They're tough lessons, and it's not easy being a head coach in this league it's certainly not easy for a franchise as storied um, and as sort of ho- beholden to that identity, to your point, Coach, as the Raiders. Um, I'd love to discuss an- another team with you, Prickly, if I, if I can pick your brain here for a minute, because you mentioned Russ and yeah. Russ now being in this division and being with the Broncos. And there seems to be a disconnect within that offense. Something is just not clicking. And all of us, are racking our brains trying to figure out what it is. Is there something that you've seen perhaps that you would give advice to to Russell or even to Nathaniel Hackett on how to bring this on paper, very talented offense together to be where they should be? Nathaniel, is that, we go back a long way. I played against and with uh, and coached with his dad. 
um, they, they, you, you, you might, that's what I meant by don't try to be somebody you're not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, you have to be what, what is, what you, what do you have there in front of you? Coach that and make that better. And, and, and don't try to change. You can't coach somebody else's stuff because when you're coaching and you're in the heat of the battle and it's time to make a decision, you're going to make the decision based on your emotion and your, your instincts. You're not going to make it because of, well, you're not going to stand there and say, well, what would, what would, what would Al have done? What would John would have done? What would, what would Shula have done? Mm-hmm. Nah, do what you were going to do. And if it works, you're going to be successful. If it doesn't, well, pack your bags. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, a tough, see, it's a tough business. Boy, it is. It is. And it, uh, it, how can you expect anything? This is what brought this was with the tough one. I, I don't have an answer for this one. How can you win with, with say, I'm exaggerating, 10 different coordinators in 10 years? How can you win? Yeah. Ridiculous. No, no, you're right. Um, and, and you know, Coach, so MJ's asking you about uh, Russell Wilson and the Broncos. So MJ, you know that Raider Nation is going to come after you and say, why? Why did you ask about the Broncos? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I just I, I had to bring that up, but um, you know, Coach, you you had said um, I, I'd read somewhere that you you thought or you think that there is going to be a team in Mexico City. Now, now there is talk that the NFL also wants to expand and have a team or teams in London. So, what what makes you think that there will eventually be uh, a team in Mexico City? Well, supply and demand. You know, they they love their they love the Raiders and they love the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Uh, two teams, two two different divisions. Uh, it would make a natural rivalry, and uh, wherever they you know, they would they would travel well with them. But I, I don't know. That's that's a long way away, though. That's that's I don't know that I'll be around that long. But that's a long way around. But they they do love American football. Uh, I was at the Mexico City game in 2019 before the pandemic. I'll be heading there this year as well. And um, Estadio Azteca is probably one of my favorite venues where I've seen um, an American football game played outside of the U.S. We just went to London for Tottenham Hotspur and the energy is just unmatched there. Um, Coach, I'd I'd love to get... um, not your thoughts, but your message, perhaps, to this new this new generation of of NFL stars. Not just the quarterbacks, but we see the defensive players. Everyone sort of comes into the league as a hybrid of sorts, and the game is changing and evolving. How do you see the game now from your perspective? I mean, you've seen it all in your tenure. What do you see from this new class? I specialized. It's a real specialized game. Look at look at our. Our defensive man who's, who's just as good as there there is. Max Crosby. Yeah, Crosby. Max Crosby's playing. Yeah. Look at him. Right. Now look at him. He's playing like like the that's where he belongs. They found him. They gave him a chance. They gave him a chance, and he delivered for him. And and he has uh, he has taken that uh, that unit and raised a level of com- of competition in that unit alone, defensive unit. And that's what they needed. They needed a jump start of the defensive line. He, Max is uh, Mad Max. That's the name I was trying to think of. Mad Max. He's, yeah. trying, <laughs> he's, uh, he's created the madness uh, of the of the uh, Matusaks, of the Wild Alzados. Uh, so I can't get any better than that. 
coach, Hall of Famer. I always like to say, that's my quarterback. All of the above and so much more. Tom mm-hmm. Flores, we thank you so much for coming on in Huddle and for sharing. Story time with, with, with Coach Flores is probably my favorite. So we thank you so much for coming on here. We appreciate it. Thanks, you're Coach. Yeah, you're quite welcome. See you guys down the road. One thing I will never, ever get over is being able to talk to Hall of Fame coach Tom Flores. He is just a class act all around. I'm so, so happy that we got to have story time with Tom. Yeah. And you know, and also too, I'm so glad that he finally got the call and that he's in the Hall of Fame where he belongs. And, you know, he, he had talked about how people come up to him and say thank you mm-hmm. for being you and being the example that you are and you know i grew up just like i'm sure you grew up with parents that said oh mira ese latino oh mira ese latino mm-hmm. mira flores es un latino and yep. so there is a source of pride no, no question. matter who your team is mm-hmm. your home team which is you and your family yeah. like yeah. that's important right and uh, listening to him and seeing him certainly admirable, um, can talk ball with the best of them. And, y- you know, you relive kind of the glory of the Raiders and what they've meant to the NFL yeah. and and what his career has has, again, meant to the the Hispanic community and to us, MJ. Yeah. Right. No question. And for me, it's still, I know we're talking to him now and he's got his Hall of Fame polo on, but like the vision in my head, it's still young Tom Flores on the sidelines with the pop collar and the bell bottom pants on. Oh, yeah. And that's, I actually have a, a, a memento, a memorabilia a photo of that here. And it's just like, he's a badass. Like that's who he is and that's oh, yeah. who he represents. Total. And he still is that to this day. So I love hearing those stories and I love being able to just chop it up with him. How lucky are we? Look at us. I know. Talking to Hall of Famers. That's all that we're doing here. That's all we do. That's all that we do. Uh, so whoever our next guest is, you better be a Hall of Famer. Uh, no, no. Uh, we are, <laughs> Come one, come all. We welcome all of you. Um, also, by the way, I don't believe he has Hall of Fame pajamas. Um, Cannot which confirm. I asked, Yeah, so, so, but... Uh, either way, uh, Coach Flores, love having you. Uh, MJ, as always, love doing our little chats uh, together. So this has been another El Huddle in the books. So make sure oh. to subscribe to El Huddle. Rate us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to join us next week. We'll see what Hall of Famer joins us, what <laughs> MJ's dad is going to be saying, and God. what voice will come out of my pie hole that uh, hopefully people will enjoy or at least know who it is. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Huddle is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.